Hey, what kind of mug is that? Is that what I think it is? Fruit Awakening mug. Oh, it is. That's so a nice mug. Oh man, you're in the mug club. Oh wow, just go so, robbing people, I'm, huh? I'm really not because what I really want. They had one. Hey, mom. Uh, they had one before this one came out that lo- looks like a witch's like brew kettle. <laughs> That's cool. That's the one I want. And I asked him how to get one, and he was like, "They're like, it looked like can't. a so it looked like a cauldron." Is that what you? There you go. That's okay. the word. Okay. Cauldron. Yeah, even though it's a cauldron, but whatever. No, but you said kettle. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's a kettle cauldron. Yeah. Okay. It's a, a kettle. kettle cauldron. Okay. It's a kettle Ooh. cauldron. Okay, got you. Making stuff up. That's cool. That, On that note, I'm gonna do the intro video. Ready? Somebody Ooh. needs to. Okay. Bam. Are you framing your face, Tom? What are you doing? <laughs> But they can still hear us. What's up, everybody? It's time for another wonderful episode of The Prodigal Sons. And I'm here with my two best friends right here, the panda (laughs) and some crazy guy. They both escaped from the same zoo. Uh. And uh, (laughs) we're going to be talking about mountains tonight. And who's at the top of your mountain? Because this is episode 77 of The Prodigal Sons. Damn, 77! What's up, Sarah Beecher? Hello. What's up there, Sean Conroy? Hey, how are you? And what's up there, Thomas? What up, what up? What's up there, muted Elijah Griffin? Hola. Hola. <laughs> wow, spicy. That's I don't. <laughs> that hurt my neck, too. Just <laughs> <laughs> threw out uh, his neck. Uh, He's gone for a week. I like it. Oh, man. We so, already have to address the uh, real quick. We got to address this mm-hmm. comment. I mean, yes. um, this is very disheartening, right here. Oh gosh, please don't let it be about what. Uh, um, apparently, Tom stopped by and tried to take a means whole box of star crunches and <laughs> leave him too. Tom, how do you go to the man's house and try to take his whole box of snack cakes? Okay. Little Debbie First star crunches. All, what are star crunches? Little Debbie false. cakes. They like are amazing. Chocolate with like, they're pretty good. It is okay. so dense and not good for you, but amazing. Go that ahead. is not true. There was two minus two. I was, he gave me two. I was telling him that I'll give him the two and take the box. No, that's yeah, like exactly what box. he so said. Like, you're taking eight. He gets two. Like what? How does that work? <laughs> Who paid for him? Are you going to ration my man's own food out to him? I, I, I agree wow. with Pastor Pete. He says, Star Crunch, wow, that's been like two decades. That's yeah, what my if not my longer, longer, Pastor Pete. If not my, longer. Like, I, got, I, had, I had to buy us the boxes of Little Debbies when I was like an early teenager. That's probably the last time I had any of those. Like, oh, it just makes me. I just yeah, taste so, all so, that sugar. You know what that mean, coating funny is out of your mouth? I, I ate those two Star Crunches today. At the office. How of the are church. you the skinniest guy here? Yeah. How is that possible? Because I just it's ate like, two star crunches today. And that was it. Okay. Didn't have that was it. it. Well, I'm that about to eat it. some MMs now. Well, at least there's peanuts in there. Oh no, those aren't yeah. peanut MMs. I thought no, you were just ate all those. Pure vitamin D. Pure vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah. Man, I that 
that starts the episode off. Oh, no, a, I, had, uh, I had Chick-fil-A. I had Chick-fil-A. Sorry. Chick-fil-A and Star Crunch. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds yeah. good. Personal trainer. All right. <laughs> so I grew up in New York City and New York City has a, um, a subway. And so walking on grates on the sidewalk does absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I've been doing it my whole life. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The grates in the sidewalk in the street when there's that the hot air that the hot air shoots up through when the train sure, goes whatever. by, all of that stuff. Yeah. So I've been married to my wife for I don't know, like 14 years. And we're walking down the street recently. And I noticed that she does not walk on the grates. She like stopped what she was doing and went around. First of all, this this begged two questions. One. How have we gone 14 years without me noticing that she doesn't walk on grates on the sidewalk? And two, is there like a wealth of people out there who are afraid to walk on sidewalk grates? Where do you guys fall on this? Have you ever seen this before? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen it plenty of times. Do you do you guys walk on the grates on the sidewalk? I'll be honest. Sometimes I avoid them and walk around them. Why? <laughs> Why only sometimes, Tom? Some of them don't look too secure. <laughs> well, Touché. I mean, sure. If there's one that's all beat up and yeah. like falling in, yeah. yeah, I'm not walking on that guy. But yeah, all right. I mean, I guess if there's a choice of 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 walking on a sidewalk or on it, even if it looks secure, why not just walk on the sidewalk? Because I what if at that moment you drop something? What if at that moment you drop something? I'm not going to live in fear. And I've seen that happen. Keys go down there. So, could you imagine oh. trying to go? Can you imagine trying to catch the bus for school? Yeah. And you have a school token. Yeah. And your school token falls yep. in there. Yeah. What about that? School oh, token no. is like almost you, you, unlimited transfers. You know what you do then? You get another school token. Don't go to school. school token. A school token. All right. Real quick. I'll give you a, a quick thing. There's a regular and in, in, in Philly, there's a regular SEPTA token and there's a school token. When I was younger, the SEPTA token, you would have to use that to get on a bus or a train. And then if you wanted to switch over to another train, instead of paying a full fare, you added another 40 cents to it and they gave you a transfer and you gave that transfer to the next bus or subway to get on a school token. Because you were going to school, they were for people in school, you were able to get multiple transfers without paying extra money. And they expect you to remember all that? Yeah. Is it Philadelphia was, run by the Flintstones? Dude, yeah, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, a card for since I was like in high school. You just whoop, done, God. Yeah, I couldn't could afford, could afford the transpass. I couldn't afford the trans. We called it a transpass. Or in Philly terms, a trizzy. Was the trans was like 15 bucks. But I, uh, yeah, 15 bucks and, and a pack of school tokens of 10 tokens was only 10 bucks. In oh New York, God. we got a they, we had an, a transportation office in the school and you go there and they give you a Metro card that's like unlimited, which was great for if you didn't want to go to school and you wanted to take the train to the ferry and go to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Mom, I never did that. <laughs> More Ever. than once. I never did that more than once a in a day. week. More a than week. once a day. More than once a week. I never did that when I wasn't going to school, even though I always went to school because I'm an angel. I love you, Mom. 
Bam! There it is. Nice. Yeah, someone's getting a call after the show. Someone. Uh, it's usually I'm me gonna, who gets the calls, but not today. I think I'm getting a call right now. Actually. I feel like somebody's <laughs> laughing at me. Carol laughed at me when I called it a Trizzy. Trizzy. That's what they would call. All right. You guys want to hear Dave's bright idea of the week? Yep. I'm a mute. Oh, no. All right. So here's what I want to do. Because I think I've come up with a good invention. What I would like to do is, you know, there's like these people that drive around and like cut you off and like drive on the shoulder. And, you know, there's just people who are like being jerks like me, probably. Um, What I want to do is invent something called a car taser. And what happens is a come they come standard on every car. (laughs) My mom's really calling me right now. I'm going to de- <laughs> put that on speakerphone. Yeah, put her on. Put her in. Oh, gosh. My recording. Uh, she hung up, I think. That's because she Not heard sure. me say, put him in. She's, <laughs> yeah. like, nope. She's like, no, I don't want to be on. That. Yeah. So what I, I think a car taser should come equipped on every come standard on every car that's made. Right. And so what happens is if somebody is driving near you, that's driving like a jerk or runs through a stop sign, or is going too slow in the passing lane, or is going too fast on the shoulder, or is like in any other way, Sean Conroy driving. Um, We should like be able to to, like tase the car, right? But it doesn't do anything until nine other people also tase the car. And so if you get 10 shots in a day, your car goes into like disabled mode and you can only go 10 miles an hour. What do you think? 10 miles an hour? It's like limp mode. Two miles down the road. What's that? I wouldn't make it two miles down the road. Yeah, pretty much Sean pulling out of his driveway in the morning would just be like, hey, can't go to work today. I think if that was to happen, that would be the car of shame because everybody would know that it's going slow (laughs) for a reason and they would ride by and be like, ah. Uh, yeah, can't catch me. It'd be it'd be old it'd be old people and walkers walking past them. Hi. <laughs> I just want a passive aggressive messaging system. You know, like I, I want the option between jerk and hi and thank you and uh, Sarah. I've always wanted a billboard on the back of my car that I could have a keyboard on and type to. Yep. And it like That's for things dangerous like for you things like you left your turn signal on or. Turn your headlights on because it's dark outside. How are you driving down the road, you moron? Um, this is and- the passing lane. <laughs> I was born with uh, a signal like that on each hand. But also, if there could be emojis, you know, that you could just put on there just to save time. And I don't know what set emojis would be. You okay. Know. I do. The poop one is definitely on there. Oh, definitely a poop emoji. What, what is going on? Okay. I don't know. Someone's We've lost coming... control. We no, have no. lost Someone control. Someone is coming into the waiting room. You ready? What I don't know who. Oh, I wonder what oh. this could be. Oh, great. Suspicious. Hmm. It's what the is name going of my on? sister, but I don't know who it is. Apparently, they're good. Why would your sister... Somebody has, did somebody hack our somebody's hijacking our, our Zoom meeting? They, they don't I think have somebody hijacked our Zoom on. meeting. They probably don't have a camera. What is going uh, on? I don't know, but I'm going to kick him. Don't kick me. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Hold on. 
What is this like a it's portal that you have to go through? What is going Somebody's on? Somebody's coming through the portal. Oh. <laughs> hey. Hi. Who, who are you is. and why are you here? Oh, who hi. Is um, I am Sarah's little sister. My name is Jesse, and this is my son, Logan. Hello, Logan. Hi, hi Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Logan. Welcome to the Prodigal Sons. Guys, welcome. She's going to cry. <laughs> and it is somebody I, I else. I want to look at Dave too. My mama is Some, coming. I said Kelly was outside the way. Somebody else is coming through the portal. Oh no! <laughs> That's special. Yeah, is this the, the upside down? Oh, oh I gotta plug my okay. laptop in. Let me. Is this the upside down? Laptop's about to die. <laughs> that is an adorable little man right there. Adorable that child. looks exactly like. Can you like? Draw a beard on that kid. See if it looks like Sean. <laughs> it, looks it, looks like like you, Sean. Right? it looks like you last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks like Sean. Yeah, now definitely Sean. Definitely, definitely. Sean. He just spotted. <laughs> he's, he's like farting with his mouth. That's Sean right there. Jesse, you said you were going to come watch. I did. This is the Zoom link that mom gave me. Oh, okay, so mom planned this. Great. I guess so. Jesse, I have a question for you. How much older is Sarah than you? Uh, 18 months. Yep. Oh. Yeah. How was she a was she a good older sister or a terrible older sister? She was a good older sister. I was a bad younger sister. <laughs> More or less. We we got a took the blame for everything and I did everything and got away with all the stuff. <laughs> all right. And and I did everything. Hey, okay, who has that video on? Kelly, I think. Mom, turn off your uh, your phone. Okay, I muted her. She'll figure it out. <gasps> and that's Luke. That's my wonderful nephew, Luke. He's got a creeper on his shirt. He does have a creeper on his shirt. My family, hello. It's so good to see you. I miss you all so much. So in case you guys didn't know, it's Sarah's birthday today. Yes, it is. So we wanted to have a little bit of family on here because we're all separated and everybody loves Sarah. And, uh, you know, she's just an awesome person who does way too much. And we just wanted to tell her happy birthday. Are we going to sing? I don't think you can say? on a Zoom call. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Why can't you? Because yeah. Guys, go ahead. I'll join in with you after. Can, can we? <laughs> you going to do a solo after? Yeah. No, you go first. And then and I'll then go later. And then you do the solo. Right. Yep. Yeah, you go first. Solo, no one hears you. Yes, pretty guys, much. Guys, I've edited <laughs> your voices before. I don't want to hear them again. Yeah, you don't hear mine. All right. I'll give you that for your birthday wish. <laughs> Your mom figured it out, Sarah. She did? Right? Or did she turn the phone off? No, I still hear it. Yeah, I still hear it. Hey, mom, (laughs) turn your phone off. Or the Facebook live feed, one or the other. So, Jesse. Yeah. I need to hear a story about Sarah when you guys were kids. And she was, like, so mean to you. You know you got a story in there. At the very Ooh. least, when I was a bossy older sister. Hey, yeah, hey, hey! This is, this is this is this is Jesse's uh, this is Jesse's moment. She, she locked you in a washing machine, or a dishwasher, or a refrigerator, or something uh, like this. Well, 
or jumped out and scared you or something like that? <laughs> I did buy uh, dryers a lot. Yeah, you, we were really good at playing hide and seek. Um, I don't, I, I don't really think Sarah was that mean. I mean, I. Sorry, She's Sarah, like, you're, you're not that mean of a sister. I, I was more mean to her. All right, fine. Tell us about that. Fine. Tell us about that. That'll How work. are you mean? So, so this one time when we were, I don't know, I was like seven, maybe. Um, we were hanging out with neighbor kids and I wanted to be cool. So the neighbor kids were picking on Sarah because she had like stringy blonde hair. So I was with all the neighbor kids making fun of my sister. And then Sarah cried and went home. I got hit in the really face bad. with a basketball. I remember that. Yeah. And like she was crying and I was like not a supportive younger sister. And I was just like. Ah. But you've changed, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. That That's like a great follow-up question. <laughs> and, and now, now I am a supportive sister to all of my three sisters. Oh, yes. That's yes. good. As a wonderful children. Yes, and my kids. Yes. Luke and Logan. Luke and Logan. Yes. So is Kelly Me? the other sister then? <laughs> oh, and so that the guy in the green shirt, he looks like Tom because he's eating cupcakes. Yes. I love that guy. <laughs> he's, got, he's got hair. He's skinny and he's eating cupcakes. It's Tom right there. The That's green. awesome. He's taller, though. He's a little taller. He's a little taller. Than Tom. On you. That's funny. So when Sarah started driving, she'd like take you around to the mall and stuff or did she charge for rides or did she run you over with the car uh sarah actually was what four or five years got her license after i got my license yep. so i oh. drove her around yeah sarah is one of those people sarah yep. one of those people i got one of those in my family i got my a license little... after the first semester of college i think sean sean has one of those in his family <laughs> I was in New Hampshire. Of, I my license so I was 21. You did. New- Same here. I, 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 did, I lived in the city. Who needed a car? Yeah, so did I. I don't get it. I lived in the city. I got my license as soon as I could and a car as soon as I could. Yeah. For you to, for you to you sit guys in are from, You guys are from Maine, right? Yes. And you can start driving up there when you're like 12. 16, but sure. 16. When can you yes. start riding the moose? Uh, I've never seen a moose in my entire life. I have That's seen a, a moose. It is terrifying. Well, when do but you my husband the... has. Okay. Well, when do you see get the moose? Being in Maine, when do you get to ride the lobster? The lobster. I think you can ride really early on. No, I think yeah, they just pull like the really boats. Okay. You like hook yeah. them and then they pull the boats. You know? okay. yeah. <laughs> the mama moose and the baby moose. It's very, it's very dangerous, but I was in the vehicle. I'd I'd try to ride one, or I'd cry. I'm not sure. It's not nice to do exam, buddy. I'd probably cry. Oh, you're getting a lot of happy birthday, Sarahs, on the feed here. And if you didn't, you're a terrible person if you didn't write in happy birthday, Sarah. Oh, quit it. Talking to you, Randy, Lois, (laughs) Claire. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Calling them out. Uh. Jesse, um, would you like to join in on our pop culture quiz show? Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, that, <laughs> so I tried to find all of the pop culture questions that like 
are on the the tail end of you know on TikTok. Okay, I'm so gonna I'm gonna get every one of these. You're gonna get every one of these wrong. Okay, when did the I'm spooky... gonna have an answer though. Okay, when did the fall season begin on the internet? Um, the fall. What does that mean? When September twenty second. Wrong. On the internet. When did the internet start celebrating fall? September 1st. Good job. Started celebrating fall. Is that one of those trick questions? Pumpkin spice. Yes. Accurate. Um, sing the rest of this TikTok song, and this has never come out of my mouth before. Glitter, oh, glitter, glitter. Twirls, twirls, twirls. Together forever. Tweety, tweety, girls, tweety. Girls, girls. I was not singing. Okay, okay. Glitter, glitter, glitter. Twirls, twirls, twirls. Together forever. Prodigal Sons Podcast, episode 78. <laughs> Wrong answers only. Forever! No. <laughs> friends! Yes! It's best It's best friends, yes. Friends, right? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I mean, how many I mean, of us have them? He got pretty close. He got pretty close. I'll take that. Yeah, he got real close. Now, Tom, you you uh, you gave her the okay to give me that answer. So don't say, "Oh, Sarah's favorite got it right." Uh, uh, no, you're say. right. You're right, brother. <laughs> okay. Um, name the most recent album by Little Nas. Um, why am I so little? When my name is, and why is my name Nas? Is that it? Yes, that is. Exactly That's a crowd it. favorite. I know it. What is Man, it? they should have left me at the Old Town Road. I don't know. No. Bling, bling. It's nope. like That's, uh, Rebirth or something like that. I should get Elijah on that. Now I'm like all questioning. Did you say Free Bird? Montero? I don't I don't listen to him. Yeah. Oh, Montero. Yeah. Yeah. Montero. I just Googled it. Wait to Google Montero. it, Dave. You look, I saw you had your mouth open and, and you were like, Name something that is chuggy. I don't even Tom. know what chuggy means. Tom is chuggy. Tom is chuggy. Good job. I'm chuggy? Yes, you are chuggy. <laughs> <laughs> but what is chuggy? What is chuggy? Chuggy means uh, C-H-E-U-G-Y. Um, and it means traditionally um, anything that... A white woman in her twenties and thirties would like really cheesily like like live laugh love or a giant yeah. glass of wine. Thomas Chuggy. Thomas Chuggy. Okay. Oh. Um, how many days after the beginning of fall? That's horrible. Are you required to have a pumpkin spice latte? How, how many, many days? days what? How many days after the beginning of fall? One day. Is this an opinion question? Sure. Every okay. day. That is the accurate answer. Every day. Every day. Yes, it is every day. Uh, I thought, how until soon? you until you have a peppermint mocha latte. Yes. At the beginning of Christmas. Yeah. Every day. Yep. yep. Okay. Mm. Um, who did the Eagles lose to on Monday? Who cares? Everybody. I plead the fifth. Oh, so good. Well, I used to have a favorite producer. Right? Um, what is the most recent Marvel TV series? 
What if? Good job. No, yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, I was thinking of Star Wars. What if? Good job. Yeah. No, the Star Wars series is like, well, that's not, is that, that's not even Marvel, is it? Before it What If, it was Loki. It yeah. was Loki. Loki's pretty good. <laughs> Adrian says, that wasn't a loss. It was a beat down by Dallas. Yeah. That was- oh, that's right. He's a Dallas fan. I forgot. Thank you. We're friends now. Elijah I don't actually waits. watch football, but it's okay. I just like getting their ire up. Uh, Adrian, we ain't talking tomorrow morning. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, I wish your dad could be here. <laughs> it's cool. Elijah, just wait until the Jets get a hold of the Eagles, man. You have never seen a game so dull. I have no. a toilet bowl. Yeah, the no, we- toilet bowl. That's what it is. Wow. We're going to have a toilet bowl party. I would rather watch paint dry. Uh, that's actually what we're going to do. We're going to turn the that's game what on. And, like, that's paint. actually what we're going to watch the wall. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. I got one, guys. What did you say, Sean? You'd rather watch the paint dry? Yep. Since Tom Brady left your team, that is actually what you're doing anyway. Okay. You're just mad that yep. you don't have Foles or Wentz now. <laughs> was? All right. We got any more questions? No, nope, that was it. That was my final question. All right. Pumpkin spice latte for the win. Pumpkin spice latte. But you just gotta make sure you, you just gotta make sure you're wearing your infinity scarf, sweatpants, and Uggs. Whatever any of that is. I agree with you. <laughs> you go, Tom. You go. Tom, you're so chuggy. All right. You're so chuggy that every <laughs> white female cheesiness applies to you. you. Cup of wine yep. or something. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to see a live, laugh, love without thinking about Tom now. <laughs> <laughs> that is an on fleet description of Tom. On fleet. <laughs> ah, yes. Sure. I'm the fleetness chuggy. <laughs> oh guys, we should all right, we should end this now. Okay, <laughs> this was wonderful. <laughs> but I think we got ten shots with the car taser and that, that segment is dead. I agree. Okay. Wait, we gotta say, we gotta say before we gotta say, we gotta say. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday. Not doing it. Happy birthday to not doing it. You guys better get happy louder. Birthday, happy birthday, dear Sarah. Happy birthday to you. You made Logan cry. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, little day from yes last week. <laughs> All right. See you guys. It's fun to have you on. Uh, thank you. Bye. Thanks for God bless, guys. guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Speaking of the Jets hey, versus hey, the hey. Eagles toilet bowl, would you guys rather watch God's Not Dead 4 or Jets versus Eagles right now? Um, can I shoot myself in the head? No. No, you can't. We haven't seen it yet. We can't give our review yet. Yeah, yes, how, you how can. I haven't yes, seen any can. of them. What if it's the best one yet? I've seen the then, first three. I've, then it I've would still be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one i love it yeah god's not dead for and we could still get a little money out of our dedicated angry audience i'd like to that's... watch that as much as watching paint dry and eating old toenails eating old toenails watching paint dry with the jets game on 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. God's not dead for. Yep. Well, it. it's interesting, right? Because you're talking about, right? You're talking about watching a bad game versus watching God. I mean, God's not dead for, right? And 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 it happens through our eyes, right? And it's interesting what Matthew watch, wrote in the Gospel of Matthew, right? On Matthew watch him six, try to pull a transition out of this. This is crazy. Matthew 6, 22 to 23 says, oh, your God. eye is like a lamp that provides light <laughs> for your body, right? When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is right so it's it's what we see and and i would like to bring dave in for a couple words right now man that first of all talking about football talking about football i mean the way tom brady runs a two-minute drill ain't got nothing on tom rivera doing a transition from nothing to something okay that's all i gotta say about that all right, so these guys are going to let me um, – they're going to entertain something that I've been saying for quite a while now. It's been on my mind since about February 2020, right before the pandemic hit, uh, with all the, like, the political stuff and all the families fighting over nonsense. Um, when I started seeing that people were being destroyed by their idols, and what I've been saying, I, I sort of came up with a, a saying back then, and I, I've said it several times on this show is what's at the top of your mountain, what's on the top of your mountain. And everyone has a mountain. Your life is your mountain, whether you like it or not, everybody has an object or a person or a thing at the top of their mountain. Uh, it's what you focus on. It's what you meditate on. It's what wakes you up in the morning, what drives you, what you strive for, what do you go to work for? Uh, what you're willing to fight for, what you're willing to die for, that is what is at the top of your mountain. So that's what the, the title of tonight's episode is, is what's at the top of your mountain. Uh, I just wanted to give that little brief description to kick it off. So um, I, I think the, the words of, um, see, I should really pull these, these verses uh, like in, in again in Matthew, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And also, uh, I think this is also Matthew. Yeah, Matthew uh, twenty-two. And He said to them, "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind." This is the great and the first command. I just think it's so important that we keep the focus of our life, Jesus Christ, because I've seen and man, it, it just gets me so upset. When I see like, especially good Christian people, good Christian leaders, and they're just so focused on one thing, whether it be a political thing or, or, or just anything that's apart from God and his word should not be at the top of your life, should not rule your life, should not wake you up in the morning, should not be what you're working for, what you're striving for. Um, and I've seen so many people get pulled down and destroyed by that in the last couple of years. Yeah, it, it, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it easily happens, especially in, when the, uh, in, the, in the type of society we have today where, where everything that, that, that happens in our lives is dependent of this little device here. And, and yeah. you know, it's interesting. I, I, I was at a revival last weekend, and, I, and, and uh, Pastor Stephen Willis said that every morning 
even before he speaks to his wife, because he knows that if he doesn't, then, then the day might not go as, as he planned. Every morning, every morning, the very first thing he does is he goes outside, right, and talks to God for the very first time in the morning, every single morning. And, and it puts it into perspective with our topic of who's on top of our mountain, right? When we open our eyes in, in, in the morning, what's the first thing that runs to our head, right? Oh, I got to make sure I get this email out. Oh, oh, I got to get a cup of coffee. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do that, right? Even if it's the ritual of reading your Bible of a devotion, right? Because that could become a ritual in itself. And, and, and we forget all about the creator of the world, Jesus, right? Who's the person who we're supposed to be imaging our lives after. So for me, as far as who's on top of the mountain, it was a hard topic for me to even bring in. And when we had our production meeting, I had a problem with it because I'm like, well, who's on top of my mountain? Who do I look up to? That could be a little bit of an idol problem there, right? And I know that's not the topic, so I'm not going to go there with it. But but as far as who is on top of my mountain, right? So I started thinking. And, and for me, for me, it's 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 two types of people. So, so I'm young and preaching. I'm learning it all about preaching and, and it's my passion. It's what I've been called to do. Right. So, so I'm starting to, to find preachers that I like to listen to that. I'm like, wow, this guy, right. If, 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 um, one day when, when I get the information or, or, or the, the, the education that they have, I, you know, that's, that's kind of my preaching style. So I kind of, look at people like that. But really, I look at servants. Like when I when we do the community closets, there's people and, and they're not necessarily Christians. They're just servants. Right. And, and that attitude of putting others first, just like Dave said in Matthews. Right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Well, through that is working on our relationship with other people and bringing them into the kingdom of God. And, and, and through love and working on that relationship with other people, I think that's that's what's on top of my mountain. Well, but you're talking about preachers and stuff, but that's, that's could be somebody you look up to, but it's not what rules your life. It's, it's not, not what, what rules runs my your life. life. It's not what commands every thought, right? Yeah. I don't wake up saying I got to listen to them. Yeah. It's, it's not like what I'm talking about is things that like, like, you know, uh, in the Bible, it says, take every thought captive. Like that's, that's, um, that's like, there are things that capture every thought. You know, like I have seen uh, there's specifically a Sunday school teacher that I grew up with. Right. Um, or I'm sorry, uh, a, a leader that I grew up with, not a Sunday school teacher, a leader that I grew up with who, who helped teach me the word of God when I was a teenager. Right. And this person through polit- just I, I think at some point has just replaced their political party with their God. I think God's still important to them, but their political party is at the top of their mountain. You know how I know that? Because every Facebook post, every online thing, every time I have a conversation with them, that's all they can talk about is who's in the White House, who's in charge of the country and how everything's going to hell. You know, it's just like they've they've replaced the light and love and direction of their life, the leader of their 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 life with this political party. Right. And I've just seen so many people do this. And I'm not just talking about I've seen a lot of it in the last year or so with political parties, but people do it with sports teams all the time when they want to stay home and watch football rather than go to church and, 
you know, and, and worship God. We've seen it, people do it with their careers when they become workaholics. We've seen people do it with obviously politics and candidates, uh, political agendas, social issues. Uh, we've seen how many people do that with money when money becomes the thing that rules their life. Uh, and unfortunately, we've seen so many people, you know, replace the leadership of their life with addictions, you know, whether it be gambling or sex or drugs or alcoholism. We've seen so many people give the, the leadership of their life over to these these the, all these other things. Yep. And, 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 and one of that list that he had of things that could become idols, I'm going to go ahead and throw in there a word that people might be like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. I can't believe you're about to say that ministry in itself. Absolutely. Could become an idol when you're putting it in front of other things like, How, God yeah, or, you know, it's, 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 it's not by works. Right. So when it becomes the work part of, of, Oh yeah, this, that, that, that could become, and a lot of times we do things thinking that we're doing the right thing and not even knowing that we are the, the thing, the very thing that we're doing and actually is an idol at that time right there. Well, how many, how many Christian church leaders, pastors have we seen go down in the last couple of years, even, you know, but the last decade, uh, people who, you know, I I think you're absolutely right that their goal and their, their leadership uh, wanted to just keep building a bigger church and a bigger church and more people and more people. Yeah. They built such a big church that they built such a big church that there wasn't even room for Jesus anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Hey Tom, when you when you were just talking about um, just seeing other people help other people, like at Resource Day, um, I had a moment when I was there Saturday. Like you guys know, the mountain of things that's that's on my heart, that's on my mind, that I'm going through, and I was sitting there, and I was sitting there, and I and I was about to eat, and I looked around. And I saw people helping you, Tom, put stuff on on and off the shelf. I mean, on and off the stage. Um, then I look to my right and I see people serving other people food. Um, then I look and I see Pastor Pete talking to people. And each in each direction I looked, I started to become more overwhelmed and more like engulfed and engulfed in like just 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 the sense of feeling that, that I was surrounded by like like love and people that genuinely was caring about one another and it it moved me to the point where I had to go to the sanctuary and, and take a and take a breather like those emotions were so huge I think they scared me they scared me like I darted out of there like not to run away from it but I had to kind of gain my composure because I was like, you know what I mean? Like I was thinking of everything that was bad. And then I saw everything that was good as if God was like, no, don't focus on that garbage. Look at what's happening around you. That's what you focus on. And you know, the more I tried to think of the opposite, there was just something else. Just hit me in waves. No, Elijah. No, Elijah. No, Elijah. I was like, ah, you win, you win. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, let me ask you something. You know, you know, you know why it was too much for you and you had to walk away? No, why? Because what you experienced on Saturday, which is I was this is what I was telling the congregation on Saturday, was the presence of God himself in the building. Right? Everywhere you looked, there was Jesus. You just explained Everywhere. it. 
mm-hmm. just explained it. Everywhere you looked, it was Jesus, right? And, and, and that's what I want people to experience is that the presence of God in, and it's special because it's in our church, right? Which is kind of cool. But yeah, man, that's, that's why you have to walk good, away. Man. If, 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 like, I wasn't like, I don't say I was scared, but it was just, it was a lot. Of, it was like a lot of emotion all at yeah. once that just hit me. And I just, I had to get away. Like, and of course, as much as we talk about them, but you know, I'm off in the corner somewhere. And who finds me off in the corner? Pete, <laughs> Pastor Pete finds me, and he's just like, ah, "You can't hide." And I was like, "I wasn't trying. Well, I was trying to hide, but he found me." You know, but yeah, that was that was that was that was a that was a it was a good feeling. You know, that that actually happened to me on Saturday too. I was over. I walked over. I was talking to Sean, and uh, Sean walked away. So. I think he, I think he was overwhelmed as well. He just <laughs> was, was trying to have a conversation with Sean, and Sean just he seemed like he was overwhelmed, and he just walked away from me. So yeah, the, uh, I wanted to just say one quick thing. I know I've been talking a lot, but but it's it's such a there's so much to talk on this topic, right? Uh, and and when I first broke into it, I broke in with uh, Matthew six twenty two to twenty three. Your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body, right? Dave was talking about there's a lot of people, Christians, a lot of Christians um, that are going on Facebook and making their uh, political statements. And and when I see that, the reason it hurts me is because that comes out of you consuming or you feeding yourself or you spending time in front of the TV or radio through your eyes. And that's what, that's the kind of, it's, it's dimming the light that Jesus wants you to have. It's what it's doing, right? It's not that it, it, it's dimming the light. So, so then what happens is, all right, we try to get full of the Holy Spirit so we can get over, overly full. So when we're out with people, we can spill over to them, right? So what yep. happens with these people, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, is the opposite, right? The stuff that they're, they're consuming so much of it, right, that it's spilling out into Facebook because that's what they're that's what right. their eyes exactly. are bringing into their exactly. body, into yeah, their soul, into their existence. Couldn't have said it better. And well, one note I put in here that I wanted to make sure I said was uh, the top of your mountain is pretty clear to the people around you. You know, they might be clearer to the people around you than it is to you. Because what you focus on, like Tom said, with what you allow into your spirit day in, day out will come out of you. The, the top of your mountain is pretty clear to those around you. And then if you throw in, you know, you're just spewing, you know, uh, you know, hate or just or love, even love for, you know, one political party or one political person or 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 love of your career or whatever you're putting ahead of your God. But then you let them know that you're a Christian. They're going to associate your God with yeah. everything else about you. Yeah. So so. Please understand that when you have something else, it, and and, um, and I like what Adrian wrote here, they're so focused on it and in need of something, it becomes their God. And our God is a jealous God because those two can't exist. The one thing, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I do like the um, like it when anybody preaches or, or speaks on mammon. You remember mammon from the yeah, Bible? Yeah. yeah, where it says, where it says, no 
no person can serve both God and mammon. My understanding of what mammon is, is anything that tries to replace God. A lot of times it gets associated with money because that's what we do is a lot of times we try to associate, um, you know, something that can replace God by being riches, by being wealth, by being money. And, and God says, nobody can serve both God and mammon. So, because what, and what I wanted to say was, what does it look like? What's the difference of what it appears to other people when we have something else or someone else at the top of our mountain versus what we have, what it looks like when God is at the top of our mountain. Uh, So what it looks like, I have observed that what it looks like when somebody has something else in charge of their life or at the top of their mountain is a whole lot of fear that we fear that we're losing control. We must take control. And what, I mean, you just see it when people are talking about their candidate, right? Or, or a virus or a mask or whatever they're so obsessed with or a shot or, you know, their career, whatever it is, there's always like this fear that we're going to lose control, right? So we're always like more animated and more animated, the less control we have. Control others to produce our desired outcome because it's what's so important to us. Um, and honestly, that fear comes from realizing that um, we might not be able to weather the storms that come unless we manipulate things. Uh, there's a whole lot of anger when somebody else is in charge of your life or something else is in charge of your life. There's a whole lot of disappointment. There's a whole lot of despair. Even if we get what we want, we're still sort of disappointed because we're always like it didn't satisfy like we thought it would. And so we're going to work harder and work harder. Um, I, I wanted to give an example of Tom Brady. I heard uh, Tom Brady this week was in the news. The last two weeks was in the news because he took a shot at Bill Belichick. You know, <laughs> did you see that? He took a I shot. I heard at, about it. Yeah. The man has won seven Super Bowls. He left his old coach behind. He went and won another Super Bowl with another team. He's still not satisfied. He's still got to take a shot. Like he's still not satisfied with his life because it's still, it's, it still hasn't brought him where it want, where he wants to. Right. So he's still taking shots. Um, it, it just mammon can never satisfy because it's taken a place of God, Ma- nothing, nothing else at the top of your mountain will ever satisfy you because it's taken the place of God. What does it look like when God is at the top of your mountain? It looks like peace and it looks like joy and it looks like satisfaction. I mean, that's, like I said, I'm not a Bible scholar, but that's just what I've, what I've observed. So I don't know, Sean have anything to say, but, but, um, the, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, Adrian brought up that the God is a jealous God and mm-hmm. I'm so glad he brought that up, you know, and, and the problem with God is that when you're doing this specific thing of having another idol, what, what, what Jesus and God are, what they're actually really sad because you're actually choosing because at that point, if you're choosing something else, let's let's just call it sloth. I like that word. I did a sermon on it. It's keeping <laughs> you from God, right? So 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 it's keeping you away from him. And, and, and he finds that to be so important that, that he states it two times in the Bible, both in Matthew and in Luke. Matthew 12, 30, whoever's not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather, uh, gather with me scatters, right? So if your idol is something else, then you're not with God. You're not with God. And then Luke, 
Dr. Luke, the physician, he writes about it too in Luke eleven twenty three. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And that's important because if you're picking something else, that you're not with God, and 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 then you're in really dangerous waters. Yep. And uh, Pastor Peter just wrote in: We should always be checking and clarifying what is at the top of our mountain. The deceptive ones are tough. Uh, He writes, my kids, my ministry, justifying my life decisions, my identity. If any of us can never identify a time when the wrong thing was at the top and we repented, then we're probably not as reflective as we may think we are. Yeah, right. I would I would say for me and I don't want I mean, if you guys feel comfortable saying something, please go ahead. I'm not going to make it or or ask you to. Um, But for me. I would say it's the, I think he's right. The the deceptive ones are the hardest ones. See, I built my, my work around God. God blessed my business and my business blesses other people. We give, my wife and I give a lot of money away and at like, we're comfortable. So what keeps me going is what keeps me working is being able to create income so that we can give it away. Right. But that's a really tricky one for me because it's like, sometimes I put my career ahead of my ministry and that's the wrong thing to put at the top of the mountain, the ministry and God needs to be at the top, whether or not the career is there or not. See that I think he's, he's so right. that being like the deceptive, the deceptive ones are really hard. I guess I'll go now. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say of, you had to. You've been waiting. Well, no, I mean, there's a lot You're welcome to just change like, the subject. Yeah. Just, just go on to something else altogether. Just right. um, so, so anyway, dear father. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I could, we could talk about this all night. I'd be here all day if, if you let me. Um, but I've served so many different things in my lifetime. And uh, you guys didn't know me when I wasn't a Christian. So there was so many things. It was, there was money, there was women, there was booze, there was drugs. There was all kinds of stuff that I chose to serve in my life. And um, it's funny because Facebook is, I know it's going to sound weird, but Facebook has given me an opportunity to reflect on a daily basis. Like this morning I went on and, and Pete can tell you that, you know, uh, a couple of years ago before he left Birdsboro um, I started changing what I posted on Facebook um, and to the fact that, you know, everybody had noticed uh, like most people wouldn't even ex- accept my French request in the church because of what I posted. So when I look back on those, those memories every single day and I go back and look over the last six years, um, the stuff that used to be there before that, did not reflect the person that I am now. Like, I don't even know where that stuff, like the stuff I thought was funny and, and great was all just crap, you know? And um, to be able to look back and see where God brought me from, to see the work that God has done in my life to get me to this point. Uh, Cause I can't take credit for any of it um, because if it was up to me, I'd still be living those seven, eight year old posts. Um, I mean, yeah, at some point I have to make a decision to live my life this way, but, and it brings me back to John 3.30. Um, he must be, yes. 
<laughs> that's absolutely. my person. That's what I try to live my life every single day. Be more like him and less like me. And that's, that's the best I can do, but I continue to focus my direction on Christ. I don't ever stop keeping my eyes on Christ. He's always ahead of me on the path. He's always at the top of the hill. He's always at the top. That's what I aim for. That's what I go for. And it's through him and by his grace and mercy that I get one step further every single day to where I need to be to get back to him and Man, keep yeah. the relationship. So, I mean, that's what we need to do. Like I said, you, Dave, you said about, you know, political parties and this and that, and um, there are so many things that we could easily in this day and age. I mean, like Tom pulled out his phone and said, we live by this. We're, we live in an instant gratification world. Yeah. Everything we want is at our fingertips. You want a sandwich? Grubhub it. You want to, Send somebody 20 bucks because they bought you a coffee earlier in the day. Venmo. You want to know what everybody's doing? You can go to any social media platform. <laughs> I mean, we have so much knowledge. We are so foolish in this lifetime. We have the greatest news of all time in Jesus Christ. And we choose to deal with the crap that we see on the news every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, mean, I just, and I'm I want to correct one thing you said, and I know you'll agree with me. So you said everything we want is at our fingertips. It's not everything we think, think we want is at our fingertips because Amen. you can tap, you can tap all day long and it'll never satisfy you. Well, it's never what we need. That's right. For sure. Right. But we think we want, and that's why, that's what like, that's why my God is so good Amen. because that's what he said is said, and I got to go back to it because I don't want to misquote it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. All the good things, all the things that you think you want anyway are going to be added to you. But you have to seek first the right thing. So. Amen. Amen. I love Amen. your posts too, man. Every day I love your posts. Me too. They make, me, they make me happy like this guy. <laughs> that is a happy, happy guy. Like he found his twin brother at the zoo. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, oh man. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't have a closing because it was pretty much just closed. Yeah. I, I mean yeah. I could I could read the I could read the final thought. Why well, yeah, I mean I'm here? not talking about that. I'm talking about like wrapping it up with the topic because it's just God, Dave. A lot. Why don't we not close? Why don't we just go until there's no more viewers? Yeah. Just how long do you think up. it would? How long do you think it would take? It well, before I got off, you guys are also viewers. How long after eight o'clock do you think we'd lose all the viewers? <laughs> I don't know. If we keep having a conversation like this, we might keep them for a while. Yeah, we are on fire. That's what people are. Yeah, yeah, we're on fire. Okay. <laughs> I don't know being on fire. But I think yeah, oh, wait a second. Up, oh, they're all gone. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Somebody close this puppy. Oh, I, I'll stop to the final thought. I had it up, but I gotta open the back up again. I'm always almost not prepared. The final thought. At least you're consistent. Amen. Right. And I don't have my glasses, so let's do this. You can't see without them. <laughs> my name isn't Thomas J. <laughs> God's word is the final say. Our lives need to point to the true king instead of who's the favorite of the day. Mm. Mm. 
I know that's supposed to be the closing, but what, what, like, what's your thoughts on that real fast? God's word is the final say. Our lives need to, what is it? Our lives need to point to the true king instead of who's the favorite of the day. Because that seems like Mm. everyday life. Like, it's all a popularity contest. All the popularity contest. I'm sorry. I didn't. That's the whole nother topic. I'm, I apologize. That's I love just, these movies. No, I love the movies and the books and stuff that like they're seeking for the they're seeking the uh, like the Da Vinci Code. Like we're seeking to unlock the mysteries of life. The Holy mystery, Grail. Yeah. Mystery of life is pretty darn simple, man. Just just it's like what you just said. There's a true king. Follow him. Done. Or you I can win. just. <laughs> or you could just, or you could just be chuggy and live love and life, or whatever. It yeah, is. live love life, <laughs> chuggy. Chuggy. Next, next week, you so need to log into the meeting with chuggy. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't think it's gonna stick. Oh, okay, it's going chuggy. to. Oh, uh, it'll be. <laughs> All right. You worry about it. Yeah. All right, chuggy, stay on fleet, like chuggy. All right. I thought that was a shortcut for Chewbacca when she said it. Chewy? Chewy, yeah. Uh, There's a G in that. Chewy, whatever. Mm. All right, all right. Let's that talk was episode. Se- that was episode seventy-seven, right? Yes, sir. Episode seventy-seven in the books. I love this topic. Maybe we'll come back around to it again because I think there's a lot more that could be said. Because. Mountains keep getting higher and higher and higher. Tom is acting really weird. Thank you all for watching. Hopefully we see you back at episode uh, 78. That looked real X-File-ish. Take it away, Sean. All right, let us pray. Father God, we are so thankful to be in your presence, Lord. And it just amazes me every day. When you pull your people from the pits of despair, from the muck and the mire, and make them new. I thank you for myself, and I thank you for every brother and sister you've done that for, Lord. Father, I pray this week for Lois. We know you're with her. We know she's with you. She is one of yours, Father. So be with her through what she's going through. For strength of family, Lord, it's tough. We can't always hold together that which we hold most dear, but you can. So we pray that you'd be a part of that. For Betty, for her health, Lord, uh, we know you're in that. We know you're with her right now, uh, taking care of that situation. And also for Dan in the hospital, uh, we know that you're with him. We know that you'll help him find the help that he needs and get him the care uh, where he needs to be, Lord. Uh, for the unspokens, Lord, you know what they are. You hear every cry. You see every tear. Nothing is beyond your grasp, Lord. So be with that. Uh, be with Randy for his job interview, for his, uh, for his possible promotion, Lord, uh, be with him, give him guidance, give him clarity. Father, right now we are a sick, broken and divided people. That is not how you made us. We have forgotten who stands at the top of our mountain as a people. Like the Israelites in the desert who made the bronze serpent. We forget that you are still God. You are still the Alpha and the Omega. You are the Father, the creator of all the heavens and earth. 
Father, help us. Help us see you. Because right now, there is something going on that is putting a blinders over people's eyes, putting a haze that they just have lost their way. Come back. Come back to this place. Spread your hands and your arms out across this world. We can't do it without you, Lord. It is so hard on a daily basis to watch people fight over the stupidest things. Argue. Denounce one another. Families divided. It's not what you intended, Father. We should see heaven here on earth with you seated in the throne. Father, I ask that you would change all of our hearts and our minds and return our focus back to you, Father. We don't know the day. We don't know the time. Only you do, Father. But let's get back as many, as many of your children back to your kingdom for your glory through your mercy and your grace. Let us just shine your love. Let us shine your patience. Just let the world see you through us, Lord. I ask this in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey. Well, that, that's 77. Man. What do you guys Damn. think? You want to do another one? Yeah, I guess. We'll another song? Uh, uh, we'll I was thinking 77 is a good round number. That was my football and hockey number. It's Sarah's birthday. I mean, we could just go out like this. Well, with Sarah, what did you, what you did want you, this to be our final episode ever? Yeah. What do you think? You want to just call it the show right now and be done? What What do you guys think? Who The, the three before, people that are still watching. Before, I think right now it should be like the Sopranos. No, 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 cut it, Sarah. Cut no. it. No, we're done. Sarah. Oh, it's cut. It's over. It's not completely cut. We can go back. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Don't listen to these goons. Did you just Elijah, goons? what did you want to say? I did say goons. Nothing. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, what was your delivery? My delivery was cheesecake. Are we out? We could be out. Hold on. Love you all. Love you. Love you. He's like, yeah, let's be out. No, you know what? I forgot I had something. I wanted to say something about Johnny Cash. That's too bad. I'll say it next week. Um,